Hello, hello, welcome to Chowderhead Sports here, coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, home of the greatest sports teams in the world. We've got the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Bruins, and the Celtics. And I know a lot's happened in the Bruins and Celtics uh, in the last week or so, but we've got no time to talk about that. This is a special Super Bowl edition of Chowderheads. I'm here with Josh. You might have heard of him in the AFC Championship game. Uh, we've got a lot of good stats to go over. You know, we're going to talk about the game and, uh, you know, predictions and all that. So, you know, Red Sox and pa and Celtics news and Bruins, that's all going to be coming in the episode next week because the, the Patriots definitely take priority in this, uh, you know, video today, this podcast today. So... Uh, you know, to start off, you know, I rewatched the AFC Championship game to, you know, just kind of get a better sense of how everything went. Um, and, you know, looking looking it over, the, the Patriots just looked really dominant. You know, there was just, there seemed to be no flaws in the team. You know, we we held Le'Veon Bell in. You know, he played for over a quarter, so I know he got injured, but he, he didn't get pulled out till the second quarter. Um, so, you know, for the full first quarter, we played fairly well, you know, containing his run. Antonio Brown was a non-factor till late in the game. He had a lot of big catches, but it didn't really matter that much. It didn't seem, um, you know, so I guess, you know, having watched the AFC Championship game, like what concerns you the most about the Patriots, you know, heading into the Super Bowl this week? Um, well, I'm kind of afraid of um, just the drives that Matt Ryan just br usually brings to each game. Usually on the, like the first drive, he'll just come out and just try to, you know, like punch every defense in the face. And I, I just, I'm afraid that um, our defense won't be able to handle that. But we've been playing pretty well, like we have been for the entire season. So um, I think if we can just kind of hone in on, on that wide receiver course, shut him down, um, and the, you know, front the front line kind of um, ma mandle, like mangle their uh, running back core, I think we'll be okay. But that's obviously not um something that we can really uh you know spy on or like kind of expect you don't really know um how our defense is going to come out sometimes they're um that defense that we we all know that like will come out when Brady's struggling and win us games but then there's also that defense that comes out and kind of just plays that like weird prevent zone d that just kind of gets roasted by like all these offensive offensive teams which Atlanta is definitely one of those so um I'm just I'm just hoping that um that the Patriots can kind of um hold down the um really good wide receiver core they have at Atlanta and um just kind of at least hold them to three that's what I'm that's what I'm really hoping for as a Patriots fan um yeah I I also just would like to see um Julio Jones go below 100 yards receiving which is a lot to ask but I think um Pro Bowler Devin McCourty, Chung, and Malcolm Butler should be able to hold them. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, obviously. Yeah, and you know that brings up a good point: is is stopping. You know, the Patriots. It's cliche to say, but we take away the best player. That's what we do. You know what I mean? We we've got a lot of focus on that. Now, an interesting stat that I heard this week is is the Falcons. I think are nine and zero when Julio Jones has under a hundred yards receiving this season, and they're five and two when he has over 100 yards and I just that's a testament to how great Mohamed Sanu is and Gabriel and their running backs um this it, it with that kind of stat it almost feels like taking away their best player is like letting their other players dominate the game um you know they've got obviously that running back tandem of of 
Coleman and uh, Freeman, and that's really, you know, diff it's a different kind of running style than the Patriots have seen. You know, we can stop, like, the one guy. Like, we can stop Le'Veon Bell. We stopped David Johnson earlier this year. You know, we stopped Jay Ajayi. Like, we have the ability to stop one guy, but when all of a sudden it's like this two-headed monster, it's it kind of feels like we're almost, you know, playing our own offense. You know, we've got we've got Blunt and Lewis and White, and that's hard to stop. And now we kind of feel like other teams do when they have to game plan for us. It's like, okay, we take away Edelman, they hit us with Hogan. You know, we take away the run game, they, you know, they hit us with, you know, Bennett and, you know, what used to be Gronk. So, you know, how, you know, how concerned are you with the other playmakers on this Atlanta team, you know, being able to take over the game in a sense? And, and you know, we stop Julio Jones. You know, how do you think, you know, stopping the other people will fall into place as far as, you know, making sure this Atlanta offense doesn't, you know, ruin the game for the Patriots? Um, well, uh, kind of ironic. Um, the Pittsburgh offense of last year is very similar to the um, Atlanta offense of this year. They had a very awesome um, offense, and it was really hard to stop, but... Did you see them in the Super Bowl? No, they didn't even they didn't even make it because um, the two teams that were um, in the Super Bowl had pretty good defenses, I'd say, and um, I think that really um, screwed them up. And uh, I think they um, wouldn't be able to do anything against you know that Denver defense or the Carolina defense. Um, I'm not saying the Patriots have um, like that kind of defense, but we do lead the league and. A scoring defense which is a very strange statistic for us since usually we have a struggling defense um but this year we've really turned a corner i think and uh i think if we can um just kind of uh play like we've been playing this regular season i don't think we're gonna struggle too much with the offense i think it's gonna be a problem i think we're gonna kind of be um on the hot seat every time they're on uh offense and um is we're going to be, you know, screaming at certain calls that are going to be made. I think Julio's going to get a lot of calls um, for pass interference and things of that nature. And um, the refs are going to really want to protect Matt Ryan, but we can't really complain about that because Tom Brady's been protected his entire career. Uh, but I think if we um, play the stellar defense, that's all we can really ask. Uh, Atlanta kind of... Um, likes to come out and um, run uh, that, you know, two-headed monster of the running back core and running with um, those three wideouts who, you know, Gabriel used to be, like, nobody. Uh, Mohamed Sanu was on, like, a dying Cincinnati team, and they kind of just rose rose up from those, um, those places and have really made that offense a great team. So um, I think we're not going to hone in too much on Julio like we would for Antonio Brown and that three-headed monster at Pittsburgh. Um, and I think we're going to try to play honest like we usually do this entire season. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and, you know, you brought up a good point there with the whole, you know, look at the Super Bowls and, and you know, who's won is it's the better defense. And I think statistically, you know, no one, no one will even open their mouth about Atlanta having a better defense than the Patriots. It's just not going to happen. So we've got some interesting stats to give you guys. I was, you know, throughout this week, and it, this mostly stems from last uh, couple weeks ago when it was, oh, wait, do you want to play Kansas City or do you want to play the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as in the AFC Championship game? Um, and I was one who said I'd rather play the Steelers, uh, you know, 
and people are like, what? How could you want to play Roethlisberger and Brown and Bell? Like, that's, you know, just a monstrous kind of offense. And looking at the last, I looked at from 2016 regular season and postseason all the way to the 2010 regular season and postseason. And I looked at all of the times the Patriots played a top 10 defense and the times they played a top 10 offense. And what I found was, you know, out of, you know, we've only lost 28 games in that, you know, seven-year span. That's impressive in its own. But I did notice that 12 of those losses came against, you know, top 10 defenses. So 43% of our losses in the last 10 years were against a top 10 ranked defense, whereas only 21% of our losses came, you know, from top 10 offenses. So defenses beat the Patriots. That's just kind of what I figured. And, you know, there's you know, all these kind of numbers. And granted, we've played more top 10 defenses in the last year, so that might skew some of the numbers. But, you know, realistically, it was a very, you know, small percentage of the time where we losing to these offenses. So I just, you know, I, I look at a good offensive team and I'm not as scared as if we were playing Denver last year. Or, you know, even if we were in that Carolina game, I might be like, eh, all right, like they have good offense, but that defense was really good too. Um and look at the times we've lost the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? We lost to the Giants. Why? Good offense or good defense? Good defense. You know, it's 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 not Eli Manning. I sure he had those heroics and that, you know, don't even uh, stop. So, but, you know, oh, bad memories don't open those wounds. But it was the defense that was able to hold Brady to 14 points in 07 and 17 points in 2011. Um, so, you know, I think you, you make a good point there with, you know, the defense tends to be um, you know, the better team and offenses don't really beat the Patriots. Um, so I thought that was some interesting numbers for you guys to hear because, um, you know, it's kind of relevant. It's, it's, it's the number one offense. Atlanta is, you know, killing teams. You know, we've seen them put up, what was it, almost 40-something points last week against the, uh, the uh, Packers. So, um, you know, there's, there's always to look at that. So I guess, you know, it's, you know, kind of stigming into something else a little bit here. There's been... You know, at least when we played um, in the last time in 2014, and it's happened almost every year, there seems to be a player or a guy who you don't expect to be good, and they emerge. It was Malcolm Butler for the Patriots. You know, they had a bench Kyle Arrington, I think it was, uh, or Logan Ryan, I'm not 100% sure. And they brought in Malcolm Butler to, you know, start covering, uh, I think Doug Baldwin it was, or Curse, I forget who. Um you know, and, and Malcolm played well and obviously had the pick, but even before that, he was playing really well. And they also, for the Seahawks, they had the guy Matthews who went off. Um, so, you know, as much as, you know, we expect a big game from Julio and from Edelman, you know, who do you think could be the sleeper on either team that might, you know, change this Super Bowl? Um, well, I kind of hate to say this because you were talking about, like, Atlanta's uh, defense and how terrible it is. Um, but they've really stepped up their game in um, the postseason. It's kind of ridiculous how much of a change it has been. Um, I think I think it's going to be a no-name from Atlanta who's going to try to seal the deal against us um, if it comes to that. Uh, for our team, it's usually just a um, – we, we really know our defense pretty well. Like, even though we have depth in our defense, like, uh, I we really know who can do who who can do their job and who can't. Um, we might see Shane McClellan make big plays. You know he he always has some heroics in him. He seems to 
um, for the few plays he's out there. He makes pretty big plays. Uh, special teams, he doesn't really get talked about much, but he does a lot of stuff there. Um, you know, he could force fumbles. He could do stuff like of that nature, jump over centers to block field goals um, or extra points. Um, so maybe maybe him for our linebacker core. Uh, but he, I don't know if he's going to really see the, the um, field. So uh, if not him, probably James White or maybe Malcolm Mitchell will step up his game, maybe. Um, I know I said last time that he was going to do great, and he – kind of proved me proved me wrong there <laughs> but you know I still have faith in him maybe maybe he'll do something this week um I think um instead of having some guy who might um who we haven't heard of made the play I, th- I think um it's this the streakiest guys who are kind of on fire right now um are going to make the most impact like um Chris Hogan you know either he's going to do nothing like and uh, prove us wrong or he's going to have a spectacular game like he's had all postseason you know um I don't really see another defensive um guy who you know becomes like one of the most loved players in Patriots history you know um because I think all those guys have proven that they're consistent we didn't really know Malcolm who Malcolm Butler really was we knew he's a bench player you know you probably heard his name a few times but we didn't really know the job that he was going to do um and I think that um, maybe we might see um, all of our players doing our jo- doing their jobs, and I don't really believe that one player is going to stand out from the rest. I think we're going to be more of a well-oiled machine, and I think um, we can do it that way. But uh, Atlanta seems to have their um, players who kind of stand out, so maybe one of their defensive players is going to try to make a big play on us. Yeah, and yeah, I kind of see that too. It's it's hard to not pick for the Patriots, but there just seems to be, you know, when I watched the first game against Seattle, uh, the playoffs for Atlanta, I was like, I don't even know. I know Vic Beasley and, you know, their top corner, Desmond Trufant, was hurt most of the year, so I had no idea who any of these people were. And, you know, they're making big plays. They've got really good safeties. Um, you know, and their pass rush is, is weak. Vic Beasley's a monster. You take him out of the game. They don't have good pressure. Um, but yeah, the, the defense of Atlanta kind of feels like uncharted waters. You know, you don't really know, you know, what, who they are really. It's just, it's not like Seattle when you're like, okay, Cam Chancellor, Sherman, Earl Thomas, you know, Bobby Wagner, those are all people you got to watch out for. Um, it's almost like, wait, who is that guy when you watch Atlanta's defense play? And, you know, that might be motivating them. Um, so a little bit of breaking news, not really though, but results came in for the, uh, MV, MVP voting and Matt Ryan won. 24 votes to 20, uh, Brady. Um, so, you know, terrific. Tom is not hoisting his third MVP trophy. It will be Matt Ryan. Um, I'm just glad Brady beat out Aaron Rodgers in voting. You know that makes me happy. Um, uh, so, you know, I you know did some quick stats. You know, looking and we in the last 10 years, I think it was no, not 10. Um, from 2016 to like 2009, so like seven or eight years. Um, I did, you know, we looked at how many times have the Patriots played an MVP, you know, of that year. And, you know, there's not a lot to look from. There's only five games, but surprisingly, the Patriots have only won one game against the league MVP of that season. Um, And that was in 2013 when the Broncos had that massive uh, offensive attack. Um, When they came to Foxborough, if you remember that game, 
you know, it, it went into overtime. The Patriots were losing like 24 nothing at half, and then they made that miracle comeback and won the game. Um, but later that year, we lost to them in the playoffs, so it kind of negates it. You know, that was the only time we played an MVP in the playoffs was, you know, that 2013 AFC Championship game, which the Patriots obviously lost. So, you know, looking at it, you know, one win against four losses. Granted, one of those losses came when Tom Brady did not play in 2008. And, you know, in you know respect to that 2008 team, you know, it was the uh, Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning was the team. And we only lost by three. So no Brady, lose by three. You know, that's not that bad. None of the games were blowouts. You know, it was usually within a touchdown that we lost. Um, but, you know, you do seem to have a track record of not, you know, beating... Um, MVP type players. So, you know, how how concerned are you that um, you know, Matt Ryan is just going to emerge as a star or you know, do you think that um, you know, there there's any sort of you know, like leverage that the Patriots can try to get him off his game or do you think that he's, you know, just going to tear it up like he has been everyone else? And I will say this, you know, the Falcons look better, but you know, they're they're at home when they've been playing these last two playoff games. They looked really good at home. Whether or not you believe they pump noise in the stadium, that's all aside. You know, when you're in your home and you've got, you know, majority of people there, your crowd, you know, Patriots fans know what that's like. We've won AFC Championship games at home way more than on the road. You know, the last four years, we've won two at home and lost two on the road. So, you know, do you think, you know, Atlanta's just a home team or, you know, they've lost five games this season in the regular season. Most of them are on the road. You know, do you think, you know, anything about that or or Matt Ryan being the MVP? Like, what are your what's your take on all that, um, you know, just for this game coming up Sunday? Well, I have great respect for Matt Ryan. Um, you know, he's a BC guy. You know, he kind of uh, came here. I, I used to watch him, you know, when I was little when he um, led that BC team, um, who's not too great now. Uh, but... Um, I think, you know, I'm I'm not really sure about if he's gonna like emerge in the Super Bowl. I don't think he has the experience to really, um, like Tom does to really um do like do fantastic. I think he'll do okay. Um, but losing that home field advantage is very important when you're a new blossoming team. Um, Patriots have been at it for a while. We've really made home like an amazing um an amazingly terrible place to play as another team um you know there used to be a statistic i don't know really what the percentages were but um probably a year ago i think it was 80 percent of the time we won at home which is a ridiculous amount since we don't we don't pump sound into our stadium because it's not a dome um you know it's just all fans like us <laughs> um but i think it's very um important to be a, a road team when you're going into the Super Bowl because playing in a new place is is hard um and you know the Patriots we've been in playoffs we've um gone on the road and you know we had our struggles but we've we've been there multiple times again and again and Belichick knows how to come out um on these other um fields and you know punch teams in the mouth and it's really unknown territory for the Falcons, and especially Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, you know, he's a great player, improves quickly over his entire career. I mean, I think this guy's going to be, you know, 
maybe a future Hall of Famer if he can keep it up, obviously. Um, but I just don't see him uh, do well in another field. I mean, he might get maybe 200 yards, which is pretty good. You know, it's kind of like an old Brady. You know, when he when the team was a little less reliant on his passing. Um, but I don't really. I just don't know. I just don't think that um, he can pull it off. I, I just don't see um, him specifically pushing his team. You know, I, I he kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know, like maybe the like Aaron Rodgers every few years. We don't, you kind of just don't hear about him after a while. This year, obviously, he did pretty well in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's starting to show his experience. But early in his career, when people started to say, oh, he's such a great quarterback, he would choke hard in the playoffs and it was you know well for us it was great but you know for green bay fans they didn't really want to talk about it much and i think that's going to be atlanta they're going to become this um, mini dynasty but i don't think that matt ryan is really going to be able to fully um enhance his playoff um runs you know until later in his career i don't see um someone who um, develop so fast to be able to just reach heights like that. I um, I think he has a great team around him, great running backs, wide receivers. The line is underrated, probably one of the best in the league. Um, but the Patriots play great quarterbacks like that all the time, and we absolutely demolish them. You know, we lost to teams with, like, quarterbacks like Alex Smith and Joe Flacco who, you know, chuck interceptions all the time or you know run when they're a little too old to be running um but they still beat us with that defense and i think atlanta's defense unless they step up huge for their team um i think we're gonna just shut down matt ryan like we did with ben roethlisberger you know russell wilson the super bowl like russell wilson played well but he didn't get his team the dub he actually threw the interception to lose the game you know and in moments like that that's really when you know, experience matters and things of that nature. Tom Brady's been there. You know, um, players like um, Ben Roethlisberger has been there, but, you know, he's getting old in his age. Um, like, the few remaining quarterbacks that used to scare me in the playoffs are really diminishing nowadays. Tom Brady still seems to be going up somehow. I don't know. It's kind of immortal. But um, Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger are really cutting down, so I don't really see Matt Ryan doing well in this playoffs I don't know yeah and and that's a good point too um you know just talking about you know what it takes to beat the Patriots we you talked it's a good defense and we've played you know championship caliber quarterbacks you know a lot this season not so much you know you played Matt Moore you played Trevor Simeon you know you played uh you know Tyrod Taylor and like Fitzpatrick um you know and and god brock osweiler you know twice and it's just and and a lot of people are saying you know this defense hasn't been tested yet i went on a rant about that last week i think they've been tested numerous times but you know it's it's definitely you know something to look out for when you've got a when you've got a guy like an mvp caliber season in matt ryan um you know a lot of people make their name in the super bowl you know brady did it Brady was a nobody, right? We were beating the greatest show on turf. It was supposed to be a blowout, and, you know, we got the job done. So you almost don't want it to be like, like that. Like, 
all of a sudden we're the greatest show on turf and Atlanta is this team that's never won before and they kind of come back um, and, you know, dethrone the, the kings of, of football. But, you know, just, just looking at, you know, quarterback stats and wide receivers and running backs in the, you know, since the Brady-Belichick era, we've been in six Super Bowls. Um, and just looking, you know, how many times have we played a quarterback throw for th- over, you know, 300 yards? It's happened three times. Um, and, you know, I, I won't give away the names, but we've had someone throw for 357 yards, 365 yards, and 373 yards, you know, and guess what? We won all those games. You know, that was, you know, the early championships, you know, 01, 03, and 04. We, we all played over three, over 350 yard passes, not even just 300. I mean, 350 yards, you know, that's, that is some significant you know like play by these you know quarterbacks of of Kurt Warner um and you know Donovan McNabb and Jake DeLome uh you know Jake DeLome's obviously not great but Donovan McNabb and and uh Kurt Warner had great careers and we kind of shut him down um if you look at how many times have we played a running back who've run for over 100 yards you know that only happened once and that was against Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks in 2014 um you know, 72 yards from Ahmad Bradshaw in, um, you know, back in 2011. And, um, you know, and Marshall Falk, we held him to 76. So it's it's kind of, all right, like rushing 1-0 anytime we play a, a running back who's had over 100 yards. And same w- with receiving. You know, uh, that Matthews in 2012 for the Seahawks had 109 yards receiving. Other than that, there was only two other wide receivers. One played for, it was Trello Owens, he had 122 yards. And then Hakeem Nix had 109 yards in the Super Bowl we lost. So in games we've had a quarterback, I mean quarterback, at games we've had a single wide receiver have more than 100 yards receiving, we're 2-1. and one. You know, so the games that we lost, the two Super Bowls, if you look at 2011 and 2007, um, you know, the highest runner, the highest rusher in 2000. Um, seven had 87 yards, and the highest receiver was Amani Toomer, who had 84 yards receiving. Um, you know, and and Eli Manning only had 255 yards passing. So, and then again, he had like 296, so he was close to 300, but still. Um, you know, it's not like we've played you know terrific wide receivers and terrific running backs and quarterbacks, and it seems like a majority of the time we've been able to hold them back um you know it it doesn't seem like they've just been running rampant all over us so actually no i was wrong receiving we've played four wide receivers that have had over 100 yard games and we're three and one because um mohammed for the uh, had 140 yards 140 yards wow uh so even still though we're we're you know handling these good offenses well um so it, it almost makes me not so scared anymore you know, and that's something that's a little uh, interesting. So give me your, you know, score prediction. Um, and what do you think will be, you know, the biggest, um, you know, challenge for the Patriots, you know, coming to get a W this Sunday? Um, well, before I, you know, start rambling on about um, how the Patriots are um, have like ga- a game plan for this team, um I honestly think it's going to be um 31-17 pats. Um I 
think that um our offense is gonna um come out and um I think what the most important thing that Belichick can do besides uh you know stop the um very dangerous offense um which we usually don't have a problem with um the probably the most important thing is to um show their defense how bad they really are with our system you know our offensive system is unmatched by any of these teams you know these teams have had to pull in players or draft these players and you know make them into you know um not have to make them into anything they were already pretty good you know except for you know your your slot players and your your backups you know to try to develop the depth a little bit our our team really um it's it's not the players you know we have a backup quarterback as our as our number one wide receiver and it's been like that for a while um you know we have a we have like running backs that you know they would have been nobodies without our system and our and our plays that we call you know besides those shotgun runs with James White you know on third and 18 but you know other than that like you know Josh McDaniels and like our the coaching staff you know they they have a system and i think that really can um really mess up um confident defenses you know Seattle was a confident defense but they had you know great players to back it up and i think atlanta's all confidence to be honest um you know besides vic beasley who you know has kind of proven himself and their secondary is you know there's some players who are a little bit but they're not good enough i don't think they're good enough to just step up to an offense like this i don't think they've seen a system that just has spectacular play calling with you know uh great you know great's an understatement you know one of the most one of the best quarterbacks to ever live and you know um great wide receiver cores with a mixture of streaky and you know confident players that you know just kind of fit into this um tightly wound you know machine that just runs through teams and you know we only really struggle with like defensive teams and i think belichick is really going to try to exploit how bad atlanta really is um and really show them their old regular season defense instead of this hyped up confident defense if we make no mistakes you know on that first drive and we punch them in the mouth that defense is gonna it's gonna unwind really quickly yeah i I kind of agree. I'm not going to go 31-17. I'm going to go a little closer. Um, I'm probably going to do like 24, you know, 31 or something like that. Like the touchdown. You know, I think I think it's, you know, gives some, you know, credit to Matt Ryan's offense. But you're right. I don't think the moment, I think the moment will be too big. And I don't think that affects the Patriots as much um, as it does the Falcons. Right? They're just a little little too young for me to uh, buy into them. Um you know, and and you know, I, I know I made the reference a little earlier that it could be like the 2001 Patriots beating the 2001 Rams. You know, not trying to say that it's the the fact of the matter that team was amazing. That 2001 Patriots defense was unbelievable. You had Ty Law. You know, you had yeah, I everyone. You had such a good team. Um, you know, uh, and that's not Atlanta. You know, Brady had 145 yards passing in that 2001 victory. So I don't look at it like okay. You know, Atlanta's got this killer defense. They're they're not, and we've proved it with statistics and numbers. We can throw so many facts at you, but listen, good offenses do not beat the Patriots, even in the Super Bowl. You know, it's good defenses, so that's not Atlanta. 
Um, so yeah, I, I will also take the Patriots to win this game. A big surprise there. Um, so last thing to lead, if Tom Brady wins this football game, he will become the only player in you know, at the quarterback position and the only player on a single team to win five championships. Five. Only player. There's another player. I forget his name. I think it's like Haley. Yeah, Haley has a couple with like the Cowboys or something, and and then you know the Niners or whatever. Um, that's not Brady's case. Brady's five with the same team over a 16 year stretch. Um, that's the definition of greatness. So if he wins, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Here he is. But if he wins, it you know no one can talk to you. No one can make the argument. If he goes five rings, that's it. It's over. Um, and I think that's on Brady's mind. He might not buy into that, but you can't. He he can't not think about that. Um, also, if Tom Brady wins, he'll be the only player in NFL history to win a championship in three different Super Bowl decades. So I'm not talking like, you know, he played a 30-year career or anything like that. I'm talking that, you know, in the numbers of the Super Bowl, right? In the in the first three, the, the kickoff of the dynasty, those were all won in 30. It was like 36, 38, and 39. And then he won in 2014, he won Super Bowl 49. And if he wins tomorrow... He would have won in Super Bowl 51. So that's, you know, three in the 30s, one in the 40s, one in the 50s. You know, that's, that's history right there. Um, and that, that probably won't ever be broken. No player will have that sustained of a career anymore. It just, just doesn't happen anymore. Um, so, yeah, Tom Brady has a chance to solidify himself as the greatest of all time. You know, Bill Belichick comes up with a great game plan, wins this game. It's not the Lombardi Trophy anymore. It will be the Belichick Trophy. I'll never call it the Lombardi Trophy ever again. You know, the guy won, what, two or three? You know, Belichick's been to, like, 20% of Super Bowls or something like that. It's just disgusting. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, it should be a great, great game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening very much. This was Chowderhead Sports with Josh, and we're saying go Pats, win one more. We're not blasted like Robert Kraft was, don't worry. <laughs> All righty, go Pats.